Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 105. Happy Halloween, everybody. I don't know what you're dressing up as, but the Bills are dressing up as the AFC favorite. Thanks to Huck's Titans, we remember them. And don't let the Patriots in the playoffs. Keep Bill out. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Thanks for joining us for your favorite weekly NFL podcast. Wherever you are in the world, ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, ciao, guten tag, and... Lana gum. That's Sri Lankan for hello. We think. We're not sure. We've checked on that for two years. We've got a variety of answers. I'm right here in Great Valley Studios, just outside of Kamloops, BC. We are coast to coast here in Canada. All 105 episodes. Brought to you by Huck Media and HuckMedia.ca. Go to Huck Media on all special, uh, for all your special media needs, drone flying, mustache growing, and bungee jumping, as well as regular media stuff. As I'm joined, as always, by our weirdest Michael, uh, the guy who gives you the gambling donut. Couple in a row college picks, just a little bonus for you. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's great to have him back, as always. One week out from new jibs. Interesting to hear it. We heard Marshawn Lynch drop an F-bomb talking to the two Gap models, the Manning brothers on the Manning cast last night. Beautiful F-bomb. Thank you, Marshawn. He could have just said Farvin and gotten totally away with it. Myself and Michael both survived uh, with Arizona, I believe. And we hope you guys survive too. Remember to follow us at, on, uh, on Instagram at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking, uh, as well as at Weird Mike, our sister station where he will barbecue while watching tennis, while live gambling on our friends' late golf games and telling you to smash on those Colts and smash on those dirty birds, also known as the Falcons. I'm going to try to decode his gambling code as much as possible today. Weird Mike, how the hell are you? Mm. Excellent, Jeff. Weird Mike is excellent. Solid weekend. Solid Monday. Happy Halloween, one of my favorite days of the year. Why? Because it's one of the weirdest days of the year. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, at whatever time you want, and it's okay. We've carved out this little 36-hour, glorious, fun-filled purge of, hey, let's do whatever, and dress as whatever, and I'm all in, always. Sunday night football, Halloween. Dallas Mini, talk about it. Is I don't you know I don't have kids, but I'm assuming that with Halloween, like in COVID, it's gotten a bit different. Like, are you are you yeah. wiping down all the candy that you're getting? Our parents, our parents just throwing shit at you, <laughs> and you're, the kids got a bucket or a pillowcase, hoping to catch it. I was a big pillowcase guy. You know, always carry more. Yeah, you want some real talk? You got baby mama trying to drag me to a few houses during the second half of the late set. When my whole weekend's coming down, the real witching hour. I've learned to lay light in the early set. So I've been loading up late. And she wants to go knock on a few doors dressed as a jailbird with a baby cat live at the playpen. So uh, anyway, hashtag addicted. Well, I don't think anyone's no lie. Candy. I don't think anyone's throwing candy at you and your, you know, six month old baby. I'm talking about like, you know, our look who's talkers have got like three year olds, a four year old. It's got to be a little different. Halloween this year, just like everything's a little bit different. Uh, yes, Jeff, I know the difference between the comparison. I was gaining and shedding some light into okay. my life for, for the look who's talkers around the world. 
for the people who live in West Side Toronto, if they were to run into Weird Mike on Halloween, angry he's missing the four o'clock set of football, but still trick or treating, what were they, what are they going to see you as? What are you dressed up as? I'll tell you, it'll be the last. Well, I'm uh, I'm the warden. My ba- my baby's the inmate in the black and white stripes. Baby mama's the crazed correctional facility worker that's in on the scheme. This sounds and- like a classic weird Mike <laughs> costume where it definitely takes an explanation. Hey, what are you? You just look like a guy in a sports coat and and with a pen. Oh, I'm the warden. <laughs> anyway, it'll be the last Halloween without teeth. I will no longer look like a jack-o'-lantern on Halloween. The one night of the year. Maybe that's why I freaking love it so much. Because it's the one night of the year I don't get a second look. People might think I have a costume. All right? It's possible. People got a co- think I have a costume. <laughs> I went home with a sexy nurse in Waterloo, you know? Right. So anyway. The point is, is you're, if you're dressed up as a warden, missing your two jibs, okay? I know everyone's going to be like, what are you, like the Brooklyn brawler <laughs> dressed up for a date? Uh, it will be interesting. Uh, not a big Halloween guy, but... Uh, but always willing, up, as, always willing to put up an effort. No shit, though. Back in the day, I did dress up as Wolverine with a wicked, full-on muscle Wolverine costume. And... I fucking I popped the molly and we went down to Circa and for like an hour I was just in this Wolverine pose, just posing on top of a speaker on the dance floor. So Craig Waits found me. He's like, What the hell are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I've never felt more like Logan in my whole life. Got really into it. Huck Daddy, I I seem to remember you dressing up as Hulk Hogan and just nailing it with a big musty. I don't think that was Halloween necessarily. Was that an SWS Halloween party? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think I've ever done Hulk Hogan, but that would be a good one. Oh, you'd be a great Hulk, bud. Would you go Hollywood or, or straight, you know, American dream, yellow, yellow and red? Straight American dream. Gotta oh, be. man, no. It'd be so fun to be Hollywood Hogan. You spray on like the beard on your chin. You walk around, you kick your friends over at the party, spray NWO on their back. If anybody asks why, like the girlfriend's like, oh my God, what are you doing? You're like, it's just too sweet. I really like dressing. We we had a Halloween at Graceland way back when, and there was a blonde chick who came as Hulk Hogan. Emily or something. Our friend Emily. She fucking nailed it. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Anyway, happy Halloween. Kids, no kids. Party, no party. Uh, and, uh, NFL Sunday, which is amazing. Just before we get into this, I went for a run like two days ago. Okay. Like at like five in the morning, I'm still waking up on like Eastern time over here. Five in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to go for a little run. Just been running every now and then we got a nice little, like uh, we're in the mountains. It's, it's so cool. Just a cool little town to run in, but it was still dark. And I was hearing some weird sounds and I wasn't really thinking about it too much again. Cause I'm hearing mostly myself be like, <laughs> you know, kind of party a little bit in the summer still working out the kinks from that and then brooke tells told me like i don't know six hours later she's like oh by the way words out in the neighborhood there's a bear out like a big one and i was running down this little path just to get back to our house like early in the morning and i heard something that sounded like a huge dog but you know me i'm kind of an optimist and i just ran right by like this dark bush anyway had me thinking watch out for bears uh speaking of the bears 
made the Bucks look good. How good? I'm not sure, but I think the Bucks are still pretty good. Healthy. I don't think there's a better team in the NFL right now, including the Bills. But are they going to be totally healthy for the Super Bowl? I don't know. We're going to talk a lot about that stuff uh, in our Back to the Future section with Marty, the doctor, Huck Daddy, and Weird Mike. See how our futures that we told you to pick a couple weeks ago are doing now. And it's not too late to hop on a couple of those bandwagons. little preview. Tom Brady is plus 750. He's going to throw three to four to five touchdowns a game because he's got a weird quest to win an MVP as a 44-year-old man. He knows no one else will ever do that again, and you should get on that right now. Um, yeah. Joe Burrow, Mike. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, are they for real? I believe their moment in the sun has arrived, but much like the Gulf of Thailand, it disappears quickly. Middle of the season is no time to shine. Middle of the season is no time to shine. Middle okay. of the season, no time to shine. I like that. When they, and that's bad news for our Titans. Huck, they, you know, not, not really mine. I shouldn't have said that. They're yours. I'm all on King Henry. Back to the futures. Marty and the car and shit. But uh, Bengals, their time to shine. Easy sked. Going to rack up some wins. Will they stay healthy? Will they conquer their playoff demons? These questions can't be answered now, and I refuse to jump on the bandwagon. However, I will be throwing them on parlays weekly now. First, Joe Burrow, first guy to throw 400 yards and get a win in Baltimore in NFL history. How about that? Or at least in the I think against the Ravens, maybe not the Colts going back in the day. Uh, okay, so well, yeah, we just talked about the Titans. Uh, Hugh Picks went three and three. One of the ones I got wrong was the one that you hated. And obviously, Huck didn't like Chiefs Titans. Got embarrassed. Definitely missed that one. No excuses. Just a bad pick. Uh, Huck, your Titans. The defense. The fuck happened? What the fuck happened? They're for real, Jeff. They are for real. It all started with that King Henry touchdown pass. It was game over. As and as you threw a touchdown, is game over. That's <laughs> true. Eh? Someone asked him about that, and he's like, guys, you don't remember. I did that. I think he did it in a playoff game. Uh, yes. Huck, right? It was, it was against the – I'm not sure if it was the Pats or somebody, but he did it in a playoff game. I don't, so, know. I don't know. I've never seen it before, but I was I was as shocked as anybody. Yeah, that's that, that was not a good sign. And Derek Henry throwing touchdowns. As good as the Titans are, I, I kind of think the Chiefs are just losing it a bit. Yeah. See, now I'm, I'm torn. Like – you know, obviously they're struggling. So it's not like I'm going to just come out and say, no, nah, nah, they're still amazing. I've dropped them in my rankings, obviously. But when you have a quarterback like that, if they just make the tournament, well, shit, they're three games away and they're not scared of being down. So I think they need a, maybe a free agent or something on defense or something, but don't let them in. That'll be the theme of the week. There's a couple teams. Don't let them in the tournament. Um. Well, Titans are already in the tournament. They've been in the tournament the last couple of years, and they will be and in the tournament this year. They're going to for sure be in it this year. Are they going to so, hit a roadblock? Is the Bills the roadblock? Um, I think it's a lot of faux praise. Last week was more about the Chiefs' demise or the Chiefs' midseason struggles. It's okay to struggle midseason. Yep. Maybe they would have liked one more win, and then, you know, a couple games slide, no biggie. A couple of, couple of Brady's – a couple of Br- – Brady's Patriot teams had these mid-season slides every now and then before uh, before December and late November. So we'll see. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't just put the Chiefs to bed like Michael Irvin and a couple of these media personalities are doing. He's still a very, very talented quarterback, but something's wrong. Didn't, uh, uh, didn't Mahomes just have a kid? Yes, he did. I'm assuming that yeah. changes. So there you go. Yeah. So he's a little, <laughs> little bit off, a little bit off center. You know, the guy's got and, a lot. Going. He owns the Kansas City Royals. It's like it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, going on. a lot, a lot of moving parts. All right. You know, you got Tyreek with a bum hamstring. Your defense is. Ble- go ahead. Sorry. No, now you got the Madden cover. Nothing else matters, man. Madden curse is Madden, real, bro. That Madden cover two of the last three years. Not saying it's a curse, but again, just hard not to buy into your own godliness. Uh, yeah, this does somehow remind, you. Know, this does remind me of because I've been hearing a lot about this last few days. You know, everyone, this is a big game. Titans, Chiefs, everyone's talking about it as well as Bengals, Ravens. Um, but this reminds me of Andy Reid's old Philadelphia Eagles teams that were perennially very good, whether it was McNabb or Vic. And they, you know, they, they were almost a shoe in to get to the playoffs, whether by winning the division or getting the wild card. But they would look so sloppy when they're, you know, McNabb's would be passing 56 times a game. And he's running for his life, even with a decent O-line. And you're like, Andy, what are you doing with his play call? And run the ball every now and then. And it just, he seems to set up this really freewheeling environment for the offense where they're just like kind of playing recess football all the time. And it just reminds me of some of those teams that watching McNabb, when you bet on the Eagles, just run around for his life against bad Giants teams. You're like, man, what's going on here? So Andy Reid, while he's a great coach and this is not a knock on him. He's never, at least throughout his the years with the Eagles, like there was times where it was sloppy. They were talented and they'd get to the playoffs and a lot of, you know, a lot of conference championships, but they were sloppy. This reminded me of some old Andy Reid teams. Not too much to worry about unless you got them to win the Super Bowl, but I think they'll be in the tournament. So don't bet against uh, that. It reminds me more of the Seahawks, as I've mentioned several times. <laughs> In the past 39 episodes and change since this Chiefs reign between getting always there. Remember, they were one play away the year before they got to the Super Bowl, too. So you're right. There's been a lot of Philly similarities with the Andy Reid side. But Fast and Furious, man, one, almost one, and done. That's how she goes. You get one, you almost get one, and then you're done. All right? I hope not because... I desperately want to take Kansas City on my survivor. They're playing Monday night at home against the against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Holmes cleared this play. Spread is 10. We both survived. I got the Chiefs, and I made a move three weeks ago that all hinged on me taking KC at home against the Giants. They just found their groove. You know, Mahomes called up Stella. Everything's cool. And now it's like shit. Am I going to let the Giants cost me 250K twice? Oh, my God. What do you think, Hugh? It's a tough call. I, I far would love talking Survivor, especially still being in it. So if you're still in it and you're loving the Survivor talk, let us know. If you're not still in it, you can get in these backup Survivor pools. As yes. in, like, if you've already lost, it's, I think this is probably the last week for that. But you can check it out. Um, I bailed on New England. I, I talked about this on Instagram. If you follow us at Hugh's Talking, I bailed on New England, which I obviously regretted. but. I took Arizona, which was a safer bet because that in the end, I had two rookie quarterbacks going against one another and the Patriots are kind of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde this year. 
So I survived with Arizona. I'm leaning towards taking Cincy over the Jets. I can't think of a better time to take Cincy. They are a 10-point favorite on the road in New York facing the Jets. Uh, pretty healthy. Ooh, so, tasty. I think that's where I'll be leaning. Is the, um, is the backup starting for the Jets? Is that what's happening there? Yes. In, uh, what, the what's his, name? his name is like what? Tom Black or something. What is it? No, it's Mike White. There we go. He's an undrafted free agent out of Western Kentucky. The only other QB on the Jets roster is much worse than the rookie who just got knocked out of the game. What are these guys doing? They're spending hundreds of millions of dollars. And these guys are pulling up AAF quarterbacks. I mean, I'm watching scout team and these guys are brutal. Yeah. What are the Jets doing? They, that, well, that game was so over so fast. <laughs> the Patriots game. I was watching red zone. I think I saw about like five, three minutes of a total. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, what else? I, I, want, I don't even want to talk about Monday night football. What a horrible game. Uh, you know, Gino covered. The Saints were the better team, but they didn't, they didn't look you that show good some respect for Gino seven and all in his last I like, I like three Gino's ATS. Fault. It's not his fault that when Ross got hurt, they had to play Pittsburgh, uh, the Saints. And uh, who was, who was the, the third game? They played, the, they played the Rams when he came in. Right. So anyway, just, just tough, tough competition. So, um, so I'm between the Rams. So you're locked into Cincy. Is that is that a lock? Is that a- in. Now we're getting serious with the Survivor. I can't lock in anything right now. But I'm, sure, sure. I, I will be. I'm 90. percent I'm taking Cincy. I can't think of a better time. So to take you got it. a hard lean on the Bengals. That's what you call a hard lean. Again, I love I love label this. label it, Jeff. I love to label everything. Hardly got a hard hard lean, like a rocking got- chair lean on the Bengals. Survivor. I, I will join you in the hard lean on the Bengals. As I said, Mike's white name uh, for the Jets and Western Kentucky. This guy didn't even start for Western Kentucky for a problem point. And here comes smoking Joe Burrow. What's going on? Smoking Joe Burrow. You got a hard lean there. Also still got the Rams at the Texans. And the Texans are getting worse each week. They're not getting better. As I said two weeks ago, I don't think they're trying to win football games. No. The, the amount of the amount they are not going for it on fourth and two, fourth and three, when like what what the fuck's the point? That's just it, there's a lot of punting going on. Just doesn't seem like they're trying to win yeah. football. Games. That's that's uh, Steve McNair's or uh, Bob McNair's son who runs the team now. Cal McNair walks right up to the head coach and say, "Hey, if you want to have your job next year, you're going to lose every game possible." Yeah, we have a deal. Yes, sir. Where do I sign? Give me $18 million right and, now, and please. He won, he won week one, and McNair went down there, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? No, you can win week one. You can get to week one. Nobody wants a bagel. <laughs> week one's cool. Jacksonville got there his last week one. Yep. Anyway, so I got the hard lean on the Bengals. Still got the Rams in my pocket, and uh, it's tough because Casey's on Monday night, man. You put all your nuts. You hold your nuts all Sunday. And watch every team win. Yeah, you know. Oh fuck! How did I not? How did I? I not? Know, here I comes know. Danny Dimes with a fucking uh, with a CFL squad running the G men there. And god damn it, they might do it, man. Giants on Monday night, fucked up shit. Just like Seattle in Monday night, Giants. We will see. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we opened the show by saying the Raiders are good, the Broncos are bad. The Raiders lost their coach, CEO, and offensive coordinator, and look better than ever. The Broncos lost nobody, and they look awful. 
So Teddy covers. I think that's done. They should have put Drew in. They didn't. Uh, if you can remember that far back, but the Broncos look bad. Stay away from them. He, uh, the Darnold and the Panthers look bad. That looks to be over. It looks Ooh. like, it looks like that game. Dave Tapper, the owner for the Carolina Panthers, called the GM and was like, yeah, was it just now you now have the full go ahead to get Deshaun Watson or an upgraded quarterback, whatever the hell you got to do. If you want your job next year, I have either the number one overall prospect coming out of college or Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson on my team. That's how you keep your job as the Carolina GM, because I think Dave Tepper, hedge fund manager and new owner of the Panthers is done. Um, okay, just one quick thing. Believe your eyes, folks. In today's world, with the amount of stats and information available, and this is really important. Uh, I got a more important truth of the week. So just, I got to do this now. You, it, I, I, I like stats, but only some of them. I much prefer personally as a guy who's you know not a professional necessarily but i'm making a lot of money for a long time watching football with my eyes like it's recess and applying that as best i can to these lines and it's done me well and i hear a lot of guys on other shows and just all over the football universe spitting out some stats yards per play good stat you know uh yards per attempt good stat expected points per drive good stat there is some dumb Farvin stats out there that uh, the, the herd listed as he picked the Eagles on his blazing five Eagles over the Raiders. We're going to get to next week really soon, but this was important. I, I don't do this a lot, but my gold pick, I begged y'all to take it. My triple gold pick Eagles by three. No sh- shout out Hernsey in Vegas, riding the triple gold first ever smashed shout out at Hearns 21. Look who's talker at the death star. Watched it all happen. And again, this was just your eyes. If you've watched the Raiders games, and I've watched everyone, quasi Raiders fan. Love it. Just win, baby. They're good. They're good on offense. And they got a, they got a rhythm to it. They run the ball well. They they got receivers that can catch. Renfro, great slot receiver. Brian Edwards, an up-and-coming T.O.-like receiver who can catch more than he drops. Henry Ruggs, one of the fastest players in the league. Throw in Waller, who wasn't even playing. Anyway. If you've watched the Eagles like lose to the Cowboys and just this, some of their ugly losses this year, the point is, folks, what I'm trying to get at is in today's world, especially where people can find statistics and then make decisions based on and just come to these conclusions that are not factual. I think y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> From QAnon to a whole bunch more. If you want to find something, you can find stats that will back it up, but that doesn't necessarily make it so. You can find stats that tell you the Eagles are a good football team, like they're, you know, they're the average against the run every time. Just whatever. Just watch the games with your eyes. Trust the stats secondary, okay? Watch the games with your eyes. If, if there's a gun to your head and these two teams are playing at recess, who you who you going with for your life? It's just I heard a lot of stupid people. Uh, sorry, a lot of smart people say some really stupid stuff about the Eagles Raiders games, and it just showed me that they're these guys are going into these stats a little hard, and uh, just not watching the football. So watch the football. One guy who is watching the football. Look who's talker, Mike Visca, friend oh, of the show, red damn. hot, 
we had a 12, we had a pick 12 pool, and he is 52 and 32 for picking 12 games a week, leading, charging through our pool. Anyway, shout out Mike Visk, one of the hottest handicappers in Ontario. All right, uh, Weird Mike, you have honors. Uh, we will right away. One thing I did mention is our back to the futures. Before we get into our picks, our futures. I told you to take Tom Brady at plus 1,000. He's now plus 750. He's going to win the MVP. I now have three units on it. I am banking on that being announced and me hopefully flying with Huck Daddy, Leslie, and Weird Mike to either Vegas or L.A. for the Super Bowl upon Tom Brady being named Super Bowl M- or MVP of the NFL season. Join me, folks. Join me. Tom Brady. I can't, I, I can't do it, Jeff, because... You know what you you know what I'll be supporting? I'll be supporting the death of old school football, the death of running between the tackles, the death of disrespecting <laughs> 2000 yards. Everybody and their mom is thrown for 5000 yards. Hey, Matt Ryan's got the most yards from here to there in fucking two, 2009. Who gives a flying farve? Okay? I desperately want to be on that plane with that bet openly money. Shout out Gino and the boys down in Sobe. Yep. But uh, my money's firmly with the king. Man, the guy's throwing touchdown passes now. The back to the future is heating up. I want I want to let it die down. I, I'm glad the conversation started, but it's the meat and potatoes of the season, all right? The trends have set in, all right? You're probably right with Tom, right? But yeah. the guy just keeps I'm, getting I, I, better. It, he might do it again next year. T- Derek Henry just can't keep doing this. So that's why it has to be rewarded. It's a hey, legacy thing. I'm not saying bet on everybody that's in the top 10 MVP odds, but you can sprinkle a little bit on Derrick Henry at plus 2,500 right now. I just saw Huck Daddy's mustache twirl. Plus 2,500. It's 100. It gets you $2,500. Uh, 200 gets a nice five Gs. Quick five units. Joe Burrow currently at plus 3,500 for MVP. Just a couple sprinkles here and there. <laughs> So our every boy time Josh, our boy Josh Allen's is a second favorite, so the odds aren't good, but I, I still he could win it. And Kyler, not disrespecting Kyler at all. I just I think by the end of it, I, it'll be Tom with possibly a late charge with Henry if he can keep running this way. So every time you win a parlay, you're throwing a couple couple of beans here and there on Tommy Boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> to like plus five hundred. I just I made three separate bets. Yeah. You're treating it like a savings account, Jeff. You got it. You got it. And then who also, if he becomes like this, this, the steady favorite with a couple weeks left, I can bet on maybe his best competitor. Okay. The other thing we told you a couple weeks ago, we said, take the Raiders. At least I did. Weird Mike did not like this. I said at plus 600 to win the division when they were three and one, it's worth a sniff. Well, now the Chiefs are struggling. The Chargers look a little more down to earth and the Broncos are awful. So they are the number one. They're currently leading the division, and it's plus 300. You want to know the Vegas favorite to win the division still? Do I even have to tell you? No, come on. Still? Still the Chiefs, bro. Brutal. Vegas still believes in the Chiefs, which is why you should too. Follow the money. Follow the money, which is also a little teaser for our truth of the week. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Cincinnati to win their division right now, plus 275. That's right now, plus 275 Cincy to win the division with really, it seems like only Baltimore in the way. So they got one game up as the in the in the head-to-head. So that's definitely worth a sniff. 
And uh, I told you it takes Cincy to win the Super Bowl plus 25,000 three weeks ago. They are now plus 3,500. So that's come down significantly just to be able to hedge against them in every playoff game. It's kind of a complicated system, but not that complicated. Ask me, send me messages at a huge talk, and I can tell you to hedge your futures bets. It's a lot of fun. I feel like you're going to push a mutual fund on us, Hugh. You got the Canada Savings Bond, a.k.a. No, no, Tom Brady. Well, you got the hedge funds going in the playoffs. Because well, when, like, when I say stuff like that, like since he did win the Super Bowl, everyone's like, yeah, why don't you just throw money away? I'm like, no, but you can hedge against it if they make the playoffs and then just bet a couple hundred bucks. I did the same thing with the box last year. I had them to win the Super Bowl for like two Gs. You could bet 100, 200, 300 on every single team they play. Anyway, enough of that. That's your Back to the Future section. Brought to you by the DeLorean. Giddy up, Lamar Jackson, plus 2,500 to win the MVP. Also worth a sniff. He's playing great football. And he is their whole team. Their whole team. Okay, Mike, you got honors. You were 2-0-1, according to you. According (laughs) to a couple of our listeners in some of our group chats, they remembered that the Atlanta Falcons pick was actually taken on the podcast at 2.5. But we do record on Tuesdays. And that number immediately went to two and then one and a half where it closed. So you can get chirped as much as you want, including by me or Huck. But we'll give you the two, oh, and one, two wins with Oklahoma State plus seven and the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts plus four. And the, we'll give you the push with Atlanta. Gambling Donuts back on track. Your way first. We got some beauty games this weekend. It was kind of a weak slate last week. I'm fired up. You should be too. Big matchup for Huck's Titans versus the divisional opponent. Indianapolis Colts. I'm not sure where you're sniffing. I could see you got, uh, yeah, yeah, you got that. It's time to to let it go, Hugh. It's time for the weird pick, Donuts. All right. Yep. Here we go. (laughs) All right. No joke. CFB, blazing hot, 3 0. Big Saturday, lots of angles to play. A traditional Mike would have taken Sparty at home, plus five against those stupid Wolverines. That's city in blue. Uh, but I got an absolute no-doubter. An even more blood-red play. The Buckeyes, minus 18 and a half in the horseshoe. Sold out Devil's Night versus the Penn State. 9 OT loss, Nittany Lions. Their season is done. It was broken. The Buckeyes are foaming at the mouth to get back in to the top four playoff. And guess what? Beaten the 20th ranked team. I just did air quotes, folks. That is a fake ranking. Penn State is only ranked to sell tickets to this game or eyeballs to this channel. This is a bloodbath on Devil's Night. They got revenge from when they spoiled their party two years ago. They're finally back in the horseshoe. They missed last year. 18 and a half. It's a huge number. Might have it by half. These guys can't score against Illinois at home. What the fuck are they going to do with 105 nut jobs on Devil's Night who start drinking in a few hours? Whenever you listen to this show, that's right. In a few hours, they'll be starting drinking in Columbus, Ohio. Saturday night, 18 and a half, CFB, red hot. Talk about it. On to the pros. Colts, sorry, Huck. Sorry, Huck. I'm not falling into the midseason faux hype. Whoa. The Colts are one game away from turning this division back to even, which is what Vegas thought it was. You tell them to follow the money, Hugh. Vegas thought this division was a coin flip, and this win by the Colts at home makes it a coin flip. Minus one, big road win, 
rally the troops, Titans, two of the most intense home wins in a long time. All right. Everybody jerking them off. All right. Rabel likes to nut. Everybody knows that. Knew there was a masturbation section coming. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a minute. It's, uh, it's plus one right now, Colts. I'll give the point back to the people. Okay. It's a total pick them. Win the game, Colts. Money line, Colts. Whatever it closes at is the bet. Smash. Indy on a rally brings the division back to earth. And I'll be staying in the AFC South, a.k.a. the worst division in football. I'll be taking the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three at Seattle. Okay, Geno Smith is 7-0 against the spread. I got to believe on my life that seven of those games, he was an underdog. All right, he is now the favorite. Minus three. I'm taking the Jags plus three. Guess what? Urban versus Pete. Hashtag college beef. It's real. Okay. He wants a win. He's got a buy. All right. How's that for an angle? Here's a weird angle. All right. T-Law got his first win. All right. Just a little mojo. Just a little play. Gino's not the favorite to be betting on. And like I said, hashtag college beef. We're sticking with what we know. The Colts got it done for me last week. They're going to do it again. And we're riding the college vibes. No losses in my last five picks. Nine, seven, and one on the year. Buckeyes huge in the horseshoe, 18 and a half Saturday night. Colts pick them home versus the Titans. J-A-X plus three. Bringing that back. You remember that from season two? Yes. Saxonville. Yes. All right. I was three minutes away from fucking breaking the bank. Yep. On a Jacksonville dog. And then Blake Bortles under through his receiver by about a foot. And, and Stephon made the play of his career. So and, and that ended Blake Bortles' career as well. I think he bags groceries just outside the Rams facility now. Uh, yeah, I worked for uh, Kurt Warner. He bagged some groceries and won a title. That's what you got to do. Wow, I didn't think about that. Pete versus Urban. The old Ohio State-USC matchup. Hate him. Florida-USC wow. too, man. Like he was Florida-USC, yeah. A lot, lot of, lot of uh, what do you call it? They're recruiting battles. A lot yep. of bowl games, a lot of beef. Recruiting battles, I A lot of beef. Um, three thoughts. Three thoughts for your picks. Okay. Um, I, I really like first thought. These are the least weird Mike picks I think I've ever heard in my life. It doesn't mean I don't like them. Really? But very against the weird Mike grain. You're taking, you know, uh, I think an undervalued Jaguars team in Seattle. Uh, that that's more of a Hewlett pick than a weird Mike pick, but I like it. Uh, also you're picking against your favorite boy, King Henry and the Titans coming off a fucking emotional victory over the AFC favorite chiefs where they dummied them. They didn't have to go anywhere. They just, they just got to stay there. The Colts rainy stormy night in Seattle sneak out with a tough fought victory or sorry, not Seattle and San Fran. It's an atmospheric river, atmospheric according river. to Michelle Tafoya, who should not be on the sideline anymore. She she looked a little weird for wear after that atmospheric river <laughs> rained down upon her, her extensions, and her makeup. Poor Michelle. Maybe the producers got the hint this week. I like what the Colts are doing, but I also like what the Titans are doing when they have their receivers healthy. I am, I am staying the far away from this game. But I will bet you, Mike, I'll bet you on your okay. college pick. Uh, you owe me 50 still. We forgot to do the ticket. 
So why don't you make a $25 ticket and bet me 25 bucks. I'll take the Penn State's. I'll take Penn State on the spread. I'd rather just let it ride 50-50. No, 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 no. I'll make, let's uh let's make it a $30 bet and you make you send me a $20 pools ticket. Sure. You spike 30, massively. I got 30 beans plus 18 and a half on Penn State, right? Correct, correct. Oh god, I love big spreads and Big 10 football. Okay, sweet. Lock it in. All right. Cue the Obi Trice. He picks you. Q picks are 24, 17, and 1 after going 3 and 3 last week. We are heading into week 8, and we have not given you one losing week. Yeah, that's right. We are 7 units above normal, so 24, 17, and 1, but also no losing weeks. So if you played all 6 of my Q picks every week, you would not have lost any money yet. Giddy up. Okay, our gold pick. I'm, you, you heard it in, my, in the back of this, in my Survivor Talk, the Survivor Series. Uh, it's my survivor pick and I'm taking them on my chart. This should be a 15 point spread, 14 and a half at least. Uh, so I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus 10 facing a backup quarterback and the worst team in the league with the New York Jets. They don't look ready to play pro football and the Bengals are just looking better than ever. I don't see how they're going to stop Nixon, Chase, the whole squad. Bengals defense is actually playing better than people think as well. So good luck to the Jets quarterback and whoever the hell their new backup is, Joe Flacco. That's not going to end well. So I see this being an absolute demolishing. I don't like big spreads on the road, but this is one that I could not turn down. Uh, the Bengals are still undervalued, to be honest. Okay, uh, number two, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus four and a half on the road with one extra day to prepare. And we literally watched Tom Brady preparing last night with the Manning brothers. Great TV. And I just don't think the Saints are in the Bucks world right now. Uh, this should be the spread of Drew if Drew Brees is playing. It's not. It's googly-eyed Jameis Winston, who missed a tight end screen to cover the spread last night. Uh, I just don't think they're in the same league right now. The Saints defense is playing pretty good, but uh, Bucks offense, even without Gronk, and I think AB will be back at that point. Um, yeah, they're going to win this game by a touchdown. I'll make sure. So take the Bucks again. This not two teams not quite in the same league right now. The Saints are slightly above average. Bucks for the cream of the crop. So I'll take the number. I think the home field advantage is just being a little bit too exploited here. And it's not a full three points. Maybe it's a point. Tom's used to this. You're not going to scare him with noise. Okay. Bronze pick. I'm t- I've not picked them yet this year. And I just think the number's a little low. Shout out C-Mac, who's been picking the Cowboys basically every week and cashing with it. Taking the Dallas Cowboys, minus two. Sunday Night Football in Minnesota. Yeah, they are. This Dallas Cowboys team is very impressive right now. And it's not some trick. I don't like their coach. I think he can still get in the way of any sort of major Super Bowl run. But uh, this defense and Kirk Cousins in a primetime game, that's just not looking good for Minnesota. So uh, I will take it. It's a cheap number. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. And normally I would look to take the Vikings here if it was like three and a half, four, five. But it's cheap. It's two. So I'm going to go with it. If you're trying to trap me, trap me. I'm taking the Cowboys. They're going to win the game. Okay, number four. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers facing off against uh, either a really injured Baker Mayfield. I know from experience, even though it's not a strong shoulder, if he gets a bad shotgun, if he gets a weird high five, that shoulder could pop out and it hurts like a mofo. Regardless of whether it's a strong shoulder, you are inebriated for a little while. And if it's 
Case Keenum instead, well, this is a much faster defense case than the Denver Broncos. You're going to have problems with this Pittsburgh Steelers team who's now looking at the Cleveland Browns as vulnerable. Okay? So Nick Chubb, questionable. Akeem Hunt's out for sure. And I just don't like the quarterback uh, situation there in Pittsburgh. I got a healthy defense on the Pittsburgh side. And uh, whether it's Case Keenum or Baker Mayfield, they're going to be running for their life. And uh, three and a half for the team I think is going to win outright. Sure. Pittsburgh wins this game by three. And uh, yeah, take them to win. Okay, number five. I'm taking the Detroit Lions. Uh, Again, I'm just not sure why the Philadelphia Eagles are getting points versus anybody in the league right now. I know the Lions are bad, but they are fighting every game. They just had a pretty impressive game against the Rams. They were winning at halftime. So the Eagles, I think their whole team doesn't know who they are right now. Jalen Hurts got to be looking in the mirror like, wow, I might be gone. Um, the coach, apparently he's safe. Anyway, they're just a team that's a mess right now. They're still trying to figure out how to play NFL football. And the Lions aren't. And if there's a win that's on the schedule for the Detroit Lions, <laughs> Coach Campbell's got to be circling this one and erasing the rest of the schedule. Being like, guys, we got to be 1-7 and seven after this week. Facing off the Eagles at home, this is it. We don't have an easier game on the schedule, folks. Let's get that W because um, Campbell's going to have a heart attack. I'm glad to see that golf, act, golf actually cared last week or else I wouldn't have thought he had a pulse. But uh, anyway, take the Lions plus three and a half at home in their last chance to really win a game this season, I think. They'll take advantage. Okay, number six. I am taking the Chicago Bears at home plus three and a half to Jimmy G San Francisco 49ers. Can we stop, folks? It's over. Okay? Oh, Jimmy G is not a great quarterback. It's over. I don't want to hear any more about how he could go to any other team in the offseason. It's not going to happen. No one is paying that guy money to be the starter for their, for their team in the NFL. Nobody. I don't know what anybody's watching. The Steelers aren't picking him up. Nobody's picking him up. Panthers, Dolphins, no. He will be a backup if he's lucky somewhere next year, okay? This quarterback thing is over. Anyway, uh, the Chicago Bears still have a good defense. I think Justin Fields can figure out a way to get this done. I don't believe in anything the Niners are doing right now. I don't think Jimmy G believes in himself. I think if Trey Lance was healthy, the Kyle Shanahan would want to start him, and I think Jimmy G knows that. This is going to be a dreary trip to Chicago to face a tough Bears team. It's actually still in the wildcard hunt. And I think the Niners are just on their way to Trey Lance land playing for next year. <clears throat> anyway, I don't like it. So uh, take the Chicago Bears to win a gritty one in Chicago fall football. And that's it. Two picks. Woo! You! You a lot of road teams. A lot of road teams, you. A lot of road teams. Yep. First four. <clears throat> yeah, what's uh, we talked about it earlier. Uh, Mike White, what's that about? The Jets, what's that about? Yeah, what are you doing? How can you have a back? Like, how can you have a starter? You know, it's been talked about on other shows, but how do you have a rookie backing up a rookie? Oh, great. He got hurt. Okay, here's fucking, you know, Joe Blow's first snap against the Pats down two and a half touchdowns. Like, this game's over. The Saints defense, <clears throat> so I like the Cincy pick. The Saints defense has looked good against Geno Smith, Taylor Heineke, and Sam Darnold. So they've yet to play that top tier. You're right. I think it is a short price. I'd lean Tampa as well. 
Yeah. Dallas Mini, Sunday night, Metrodome, or whatever they call it now, U.S. Bank Field. When I looked at this, I was going to, I told you, I was looking at taking the Vikings, but the number was so low, I couldn't believe it. So that's that's my stay away from game. So that's my official Hugh Pick blank. Yep. Is the Sunday nighter as much as I'd love it to be. I'm going to lay light on that game. Uh, Pitt, Cleve, stay away. Bitter rivalry. Who knows what's up with Ben or Baker? No Juju. Weird game. Staying away. Love the Detroit pick. Was hoping it'd be higher on the board. Um, but a win's a win, so let's let's hope you get it. You don't wait yep. your picks. Even though you preach gold, silver, bronze, you don't wait them. I know. I, I mean, but they're gold, silver, and bronze for a reason. Like, I love the Raiders last week. I, for you know, for you me, know, I did, did a, good, a bit, pretty big individual bet, which is not my style. I love circle games. It was a hot button for me when you said that in your analysis. The Detroit Lions, much like winning teams, are like, hey, we want to make the playoffs. We have to win XXX. We'll circle these games. No excuses. Got guys on them now if they're even eight weeks away. This is it for the Lions. Get the W. It's the Texans week one. It's the Jags week one. It's it's urgency. This is your victory. So love the points. And they're self-aware enough to know that. Like, this is the the game we can win, you know? And I want to know if there's a Vegas flu going around. Remember in the NHL, nobody could win on the road in Vegas? Not saying Vegas is going to turn into that home, but what's the week after like? Are these guys staying a night? I'm going to see what happens with the Philly team. I'm going to look back, do a little weird Mike investigation. I would assume if you win... Against the Raiders, maybe a party that night, or the coach is like, "All right, yeah, we'll see it. We'll see you at the marquee. Let's go." You know, um, and I got uh, seventeen, fourteen, somebody at Soldier Field, so I'll take the points anyway. Slice it. Yep. Well done. So uh, pretty much agreement across the board. Couple of stayaways, no hates. Try to stay away from the hate on Halloween. Um, okay, yeah, one baby. game. We, one game. Couple games we haven't talked about. First of all, Sunday Nighter. Uh, Devonte Adams is out with COVID protocols, so that spread went from three and a half to six. Thursday nighter. Thursday Sorry, nighter. Th- Thursday nighter. Green Bay Packers travel to Arizona to face the Cardinals, and again for a receiver, that's quite the line change. It just goes to show you how much they rely on Devonte Adams. Two point, two and a half point line change on a receiver, so that's a nice price to get Aaron Rodgers. But it's I don't. <laughs> when's the last time he didn't have Devonte Adams? With this team. So I, there's just not a lot to go on as far as research. How are they going to do against against the Cardinals? So it's, it was a, it was a hard take. I couldn't take the Cardinals at such a high price. But what's Rogers like without his favorite weapon now? I don't know. So I stayed away. History of weird games. Green Bay, Arizona. A couple of weird games in the desert. Couple of Hail Marys, couple of legendary shootouts. That's right. Yeah. I man. know Kurt Warner's not there, but Kyler Murray starts with a K as well. And he does some weird shit. So weird slash awesome slash isn't as good as it should be game coming up on Thursday. Joe Buck and Troy, Thursday night football. Talk about it. It's one of those where it's like, I want to take the Packers, but I'm like, wow. Like I always say this, folks. You know, try to play the game out in your head, almost like a simulation. And I did it. And suddenly I could see the Cardinals running away with this one kind of fast. And Rogers just kind of looking out of it, you know, early third quarter being like, no, nah, I don't have Devontae. Like, what, you know, 
whatever. We're six and two. Bakhtiari is back for Green Bay. They might shift to a power run, which is actually a good recipe to beat Arizona. They're beat, built on the edges with speed, not necessarily in the middle with power. So look for a bit of a change gear. I think Matt LaFleur is the better of the Nagy, that class there. Um, so look for uh, a coaching edge shift from the Packers. Maybe you're watching this and saying, hey, Mike, that is some of the greatest insight ever. I just watched the game and A.J. Dillon, the backup running back on my fantasy roster, finally got double digit points. You know, it's a good night. <laughs> yep. Aaron Jones probably would be a good bet for any time touchdown. That's like their only weapon for the Packers. So there's a little prop for you. And one thing we haven't talked about yet, can't believe we haven't yet, Buffalo, Miami. Okay? 13 and a half point favorites for the Squish the Fish game in Buffalo. I was really looking at that number, but I couldn't do it. Too many points. Miami's not that bad. I mean, you can't go from being three to four to five point underdogs to good teams suddenly to a 14 point underdog like they're bad but that's that's a lot of points and in a i mean in a, in a they need a win to even save any chance of their season they're not going to get it <laughs> the bills are going to win this game but correct the, the spread i feel like the real game that whole game will be the spread like the bills will be up by either 10 or 17 the entire game it is homecoming for the bills Weak opponent, bye week, couple oh, yeah. of road games, dead porpoises everywhere at Highmark Field or whatever <laughs> the frig they're calling it. It's Halloween. We're we're killing metaphorical dolphins, keeping the fins. Don't eat your shark fin soup, Hula. Did you have shark fin soup in China? I was offered. Did you have? No, of course not. Okay. Uh, I, I love animals in the world, and I was eating enough random meat that I had no idea what I was eating. I probably had a couple of shoes, two sheep, and a bit of a, you know, as part of an asteroid. And they just said, hey, you know, it's chicken. Huck, <laughs> did you eat or enjoy shark slash dolphin fin soup? I did not. Excellent. I, yeah, tell you what we did have. A fucking three-course, $10,000 snake dinner. That was just unbelievable. Snake blood salad snake and fox stew and then literally some sort of crazy thing where i had a piece of an anaconda with soup around it bog was there for that we were pretending to be uh involved in lighting sales dr zach mcgillivray man it gets us into some crazy stories let me tell you yep pretending snake. to be pretending to be in the light the lighting sales business and we got taken around guangzhou and foshan for like a full weekend. Went to a charity soccer game. That really happened. Played a girls high school charity soccer team. We lost 3-1. It was Who was in that? We, we, were you in that, Hewlett? No, no, no. It was literally like one of the guys that we were with. Like this 40-year-old man in slacks. We were, we were brought, myself, Zach, and Riley were brought to some sports store where we bought old like Barca jerseys. And we played in a charity soccer game with local television there. And I was absolutely gassed. Because I think I had about 72 darts that day. We woke up, we went to a spa, went to another spa. It was a big dart dangling day. Well, let me tell you. Bells roll, baby. Minus 13 and a half. I'm gonna tease that to under a touchdown. College homecoming. Bills Mafia gets it done. 
last game okay. before to let the Canadians back in. It could get real friggin' greasy at the Ralph. Yeah, that's right. The Ralph. Oh, a couple more games. Rams, Texans. Any thoughts? That spread's too big for me, but uh, my- no, Rams, 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 Rams. Yeah, I'll probably take it. 14 and a half, actually. You know what? I might actually take this somewhere. That's too much. For, I mean, it's not enough. The Texans aren't trying to win football games anymore. Something's going on with Cracker Cal McNair. Um, okay. Oh, oh, Broncos and Broncos. I'm over to Broncos. They were my, they were my, they were my early years slut. They were my comrade that I will no longer use. Probably the wash. I'd probably look at the Washington football team here. Tyler Heineke just diving into the end zone onto his knee. Change that game. Totally. What are you doing? Stay on your feet. You're wearing Brett Favre's number. He wouldn't dive at the one yard line. You idiot. Take, take the hit. Anyway, Anyway, okay. Uh, quickly, just uh, got a little, got a little something to tell you guys. Okay, and it's about fourth down. And this week's truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. I want you to remember this, folks, especially you, Mike. It doesn't matter if you like it. The future happens whether you like it or not. And what I'm talking about here is trends. You got to follow the money. As in, if people like it, if it pays, it, it that's what's going to happen going forward. All right? Right now, folks, if you got your phone on you, I'm not sure if you're listening in your car, wherever you're listening, take your phone out right now. Turn it around or hit that mirror button. Take a selfie. Totally normal thing to do, right? Yeah. 20 years ago, it wasn't. Nobody did that. It was weirdly conceited. Why are you taking a picture of yourself, bro? That's so weird. You literally, if you wanted to picture with you and your friends at like a get together, you'd ask somebody, hey, can you just sort of take a picture of us when we're not looking? Because that's how weird it was to even stare at the camera in a picture that you set up. And you know what? When people started taking selfies and posting them on social media, people didn't like it. But you know what didn't matter? That. People not liking it. Trends are going to happen regardless. All right. This is like a TED Talk to listen to. Regardless of whether you like selfies, this is the way the world's going. People like it. They like clicks. They like the, the, the social media currency of it all. And now here we are 15 years later, this thing called TikTok. Okay. People are just dancing for 15 seconds anywhere they want. Doesn't matter if people are watching them. They don't care. Point is the trend continues. Whether you ever like selfies or you didn't, this is the world we're in. People didn't like how Elvis shook his hips, but the guy sold records. And that's where rock and roll went. People didn't like bikinis. They were too sexy. Okay. Then we got thongs and mankinis and dick pouches. People didn't like weed. Now it's legal. People didn't like booze, but they drank it. Follow the money, man. The, the, the mob was making all of it. So they had to make alcohol legal. Sports betting. Follow the money. Now it's legal. So now everyone's going forward on fourth down too much, and some people don't like it. Let me tell you something. Fourth down's the future. How you can best execute fourth down, especially in, you know, maybe, maybe taking the three points, okay. But I'm really liking the fourth and ones and fourth and twos the teams are doing in their own end that I think is the wave of the future until teams can stop it. So whether you like it or not, or whether you don't like it or not, 
Don't get mad. These fourth down conversions that you're seeing early in games or in situations that old in the old school football way wouldn't have happened. You can't stop trends from happening. You yourself as an individual are not that important. Now, I'm a guy who likes to think that one person can achieve any dream they want. Don't let anything get in your way. But as far as stopping trends, no, no, no. Just figure out how to exploit them. Figure out what team's doing this the best. And it might be a team that you want to bet on a little bit more. The Ravens are a great fourth down team. Ran into a Bengal wall last week. But that doesn't mean I'm picking against them anytime soon. Analytics is the future. It's working. Mix in with the actual human human of it all. But uh, I'm going to be betting more on teams that are viewing fourth down as the opportunity that it is. Because it's not nearly as stopped as much as you think it is. Also, I was loving all these fake punts. And all these fakes that the Lions are running against the Rams, I think that's also the wave of the future. I think punting on a fourth and two from your own 38 in a 0-0 game will be gone 10 years from now. That's just, my, that's just my call. Not as much of a betting truth of the week this week, but just applying it to real life and where the, where's football's going. Stop getting mad. Get even. Follow the money. Fourth down is the future, folks. It's going to be four down football, four down territory, a lot more regularly 10 years from now. So watch out for the teams, coordinators, uh, and just organizations that are on that early because they'll be more successful. That's it. That's all I got. I'm very fired up for this week of football. Three things people are going to take away from that truth, Jeffrey. What's that? Um, You can get both mad and even. It's underrated. It's not one of the other scenario. Big fan of doing both. Yep. Uh, hashtag dick pouch. I didn't know guys are still rocking dick pouches. Yeah, I, I was in Croatia and I had a Borat dick pouch on for an entire day of yachting. And we actually won best spirit award on our yacht. Uh, How about that? Real thing. Croatia, gorgeous country. Don't really remember half the trip, but you know, that's what, uh, that's what that shit does. And uh, you said I wasn't going to like it, but uh, I've repeatedly stood by uh, going for it, just not turning down points. Big diff, fourth and two on your own 38. You know, way different than fourth and three on their 17. Big diff, trying to get there, all for it. Once you're there, walking away from it, problem. In big problem. And the Texans never going for it ever. That's what makes me think you're actually not trying to win games. That's how much you should be doing that a little bit more than the average, especially more than a few years ago. All right, my survivor pick. I'm rolling a hard lean on the Bengals. I think so is Weird Michael. Weird Mike's Gambling Donuts got the Colts coming from a rainy one in San Fran to face off against Huck's Titans. Huck, do you got anything? Shut the Huck up. Just the usual. Go Titans. Giddy, the Farve up. Gold picks the Bengals. Survivor picks the Bengals. I will be rocking my old Ocho Cinco jersey. Uh, shout out to Bet Openly. Go to betopenly.com for any and all peer-to-peer wagering. It's pretty cool. You can, I've been taking advantage of other people's greedy bets. I got the Saints at two and a half last night. Felt even greedy for posting it because it was five, but I did win. So betopenly.com. It's pretty sweet. Uh, we posting the standings for the team LTD point spread championships. Haven't posted in two weeks. Been a little busy moving out to BC, but that's the way she goes. Uh, but we've got some weekly winners to announce on Instagram. Follow us at Hughes Talking, at Huck Media, and at Weird Mike. Go Bills! Squish the fish. Getty the farm out. <laughs>